All right, now it's time to talk about our brand new sponsor, Peloton. Jason, ah. you're a big Peloton guy, right? I am a big Peloton fan. Everyone loves them. One of my favorite things to do is walk on treadmills. So I'm, I've been chopping at the bit for this tread. Is this real? I swear to God. Kylie and I ordered it probably a month ago. That a boy. Way to pump it up. Yeah. Well, 92 percenters, whether you're like Jason and trying to get in shape during retirement or just trying to add a new challenge to your training, spring is the best time to get started. Just in time for summer, baby. Warmer days are coming. How about that? That's right. Peloton's varying class lengths allow you to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add 10-minute core session at the end of your metrics-focused class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your goals. And there's also a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, marathon training, all created to grow your skills. Plus, Peloton Entertainment lets you work hard while you watch harder. Catch all of your favorite teams and streaming options like NBA League Pass while you power up your training. How about that? Get a head start on the summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And I would advise getting a major head start because they are backordered. They are running out of these things. <laughs> Can't make them fast enough. Selling like hotcakes. What are your first impressions of Tom Brady? Dude's handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Tall and handsome. I literally walked in through the locker room. I had my big ass, like 20 inch binder of plays because we used to have playbooks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I walked in, almost dropped it. I'm like, damn, he's tall. He's handsome. <laughs> well, he got Giselle. Welcome back to New Heights, ladies and gentlemen, presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment, brought to you by our friends at Buffalo Wild Wing, hey. aka BW3s. For a limited time, check out their new sauces, General So, with a T, and uh, Sweet Chili Lime. They won't be around forever, so get them while the supplies last. We are your hosts. I'm Travis Kelsey. My big brother, Jason Kelsey. Subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on social media at New Heights Show with one S. This is a special episode, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Our guest today is seventh round pick out of Kent State. He's third all time in postseason receptions. Damn. He's one of six players in NFL history to have two 100 yard receiving games in a Super Bowl. Damn. And he is, of course, a three time Super Bowl champion. Our guest is Super Bowl MVP, Mr. Julian Edelman, baby. Yes, sir. What an intro. What an yeah, intro. Man. Fire him up. I, I, Fire I him up. I used to be too until this fucking, this this guy who plays tight end like a receiver, but also can block. <laughs> like, he just passed me, this dude. I don't know who you, What's his name? Yeah. Rob? Gronkowski? No. <laughs> no. No, not Rob. <laughs> some other. Some other. It's, it, I, I can't I can't read just kind of like you. Shout out so. to Pat Mahomes, baby. Good looking, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> no, it's good to be here, man. Thanks for having me. No, we're on this thing, dog. You already yeah. know, man. You already know we're going to get into you guys. it. You guys are doing good things, big things. Thanks, brother. Big things. What's new in the life of uh, Julian Edelman? Just retirement life. How's know, that? Good and bad and fun and boring. <laughs> it's, it's like everything. It's a whirlwind. <laughs> it's a whirlwind. You know, I was I was talking to Trav before. I was like, you know, you miss when you could say no to things because you had a set schedule all the time because you have organized team activities. You got mini camps. I'm and just you got so training. busy. So busy. Can't go it's to your just... wedding. Can't do this. Now I have to go to weddings. You have to come I on I have podcasts. to go to weddings. I have to go to pot. You know what I mean? It's, it's, 
<laughs> but it, yes, it, it's awesome. Uh, you know, I'm getting a lot more time with my family, my little girl. Yeah, you say you just moved back out to California. I moved back out here to be with her. As you guys know, you sacrifice so much family time, friend time, so many things when you're living out your career and your dream that, you know, as soon as you retire, you're going to see like you got to make up some time for all the the birthdays Stuff you missed, you kind of put, the yeah. this, yeah. you know, the that. So for sure doing that and then, you know, doing TV stuff, had a contract year last year. So in the talks with some potential, you see what we got going here. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I can go. say anything right and podcast games with names. Yeah. Tried, you know, getting that world like you guys got a production company, digital ad agency, coast production, super digital. You're getting yeah. into and I got a new dog. He's lying right here. He's, he likes yeah. the, that's I tell you what, it's Rocky a good looking pup right there. He's man. come through the door. Well, I mean, Rocky, Philly, I mean, you know, I didn't even that's that. what it I was. thought it was just because I smelled like food. Uh, could be that. <laughs> <laughs> like a bacon bit. We always get to this first. It's one of the things we do every show. We get new news, but we have every guest give us their new news is a segment, and we jump it off by saying new but news. Since you're the guest, you say new news. Well, how do I do it? New news. Yeah, well, that would that would work. So Are you? News. Nice. I like, I like that. I think that's a that, good vibe. He to just it. jumped that motherfucker off he's, right there. He's, he's a pro. He's a pro. <laughs> We're just newing. You just brought up games with names. Games with names. You're coming up with season two coming up. Season two is coming up. What are the big games? Can you like? preview any that you're kind of looking forward to getting to? We, uh, not quite yet. We okay. got, we're still working out that whole situation. I got a couple of Philadelphia games I'm going to need you to come on and a couple Chief games I'm going to need you to come Say on. No the Kelsey more, Bowl. We, we need the Kelsey Bowl, maybe both. Okay. Let's do it. A little joint. You know, we've only had two. Up. We had Eli and Brewski for the 18-1 and one, where we had both yes. sides, the win and the loser. I, it's tough to ask someone to come on and talk about a losing game. Yeah. You know, so I, I wasn't going to ask you that. I was going to have him ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart man, smart but, uh, man. Since you said, yeah, the Kelsey Bowl. Yeah, we got the Kelsey Bowl coming. <laughs> All right, that's on. Kelsey Bowl. Um, Get that thing turned up. Yeah. Travis is called being a podcaster the hardest job. Is that what I said? I think this is when we first started. Yeah, no. All right. But well, that's because I have to read. Is, <laughs> what's, what, is, is podcasting harder than being a world-class receiver, one of the best postseason receivers of all time? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like we, we're comfortable in that environment. You know, like now we got to like, you got to carry time. You got shot clocks. You got to get to certain points. Yeah. You got to make people that know about the subject, understand the subject while entertaining the people that know the subject and keep them entertained. Oh, like it's, yeah. it's a whole lot of, it's an art. And, you know, you, you definitely respect all the people that are on TV and you, you look at like the how cow and cowards and you look at like man, the Jim oh, Romes and all these people. Like when you retire, you may not agree with what they say but you're like these people are pretty talented they know what the, for sure they know how to talk yeah. yeah you know what i mean you gain a new pers perspective and uh respect for the craft for sure 100 percent. yeah we had unk come through here shannon sharp come in here yeah. and i was actually sitting right where you were and he i was talk. all ears man you talk about a guy that is that is just buttoned up in that world and uh, made the transition it was eye-opening just to hear how he goes through some things because you would think he's thinking of all this the night before everything no. he's just like nah give me everything day of so i can just rip it he I'm just, day like, of. I'm just like he, he said he gets a rundown the night before but he he, he goes over most of it day of because yeah. he wants it to be authentic 
I don't know. That's the thing. My mind doesn't work like that. <laughs> I got to prepare. <laughs> like, you're better off the cuff, too. I got to read it ahead. Otherwise, I'm, I, I won't be... I'll feel out of sync. I treat it like my like when I was playing. Like I have to have a routine. I got to do like a pregame. Like I would get to the studios when I'm doing inside the NFL, and I'd be like the first guy there. I just want to feel out the people, talk to a couple of the camera guys, get what they're saying. The people that are around New York. Yeah. Like you want to get perspective. Heck yeah. You jump all that in, and then you, like with all the stuff you're preparing for, and then like as it went on more and more, I was like, man. I kind of over prepared too much, and then a couple of times I wouldn't prepare as much, and then yeah. you just like it rips, it mm -hmm. becomes more authentic, like Shannon does. So that's like the key, whatever works for whatever. Heck yeah. You, know, whatever you, you just mentioned kind of relating it back to your playing days. Yeah. Gronk was on the show and he talks all the time about how he never watches film. He never watched any film, apparently. Is that the Patriot way? No. <laughs> no. Gronk played so much. I mean, they could only do three things, like four things. You know what I mean? And to, to him, I mean, it's right. either too high where he's bending it or it's single high where he's staying up the scene <laughs> and it then blows Unstoppable. Someone up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was the crazy thing about Gronk is Gronk's low key like Rain Man. Dude, I, like, I can see you it. You throw numbers out there. Gronk knows numbers real well. When the coach would get on him early in his career and like he never made that mistake again. Like he his football knowledge is like outrageous. So if it, huh. he does sees it once and he does it. Yeah, it's there for good, and that's just how he was. He was like a huh. savant when it came to like fucking Rain Man. So, definitely, you throw out like contract numbers. I would walk by the hallway, and be like, "Yo, what's the square root of like a thousand twenty-two?" He'd be like, sixty-four or whatever. I'd be like, "What?" Have you ever been to the casino with him? I tried to bring him once. But <laughs> he can't hide him. Everyone comes up to him. Yeah, right. you know, and it, it wouldn't be good with the eye in the sky. I got. I'm, I'm Gronsky. Smart man. Signal. It'd be terrible. It would be terrible. But he's he's a fuck. He's a smart football player. Bro. He was at tight end. You man, and when I tell you his passion for his fucking teammates, man. Yeah. And it seemed like you guys all played with that in in New England. It was like the only way that you made the team is if you played for the guy next to you. Yeah. When, when he came on the show i think that was one of the bigger things even just talking you get that right away yeah there's a perception i feel like of gronk where he's like the big dumb jock i feel like like he's got the new york accent he ran people over but like you actually sit down and talk to him and it's like man this dude's like he's, he's flanking yeah he's flanking. for sure he's flanking he's flanking <laughs> God, I love he ain't flanking. flanking he's going right there yeah, you're right he is yeah, yeah. that's, that's all manpower flank. right there i remember his rookie year remember kevin vandebosch yeah of course. He ended his career. You remember the little toss crack? Oh, it, yeah. was, it was early when the toss crack was coming. You where sneak you, You'd come in, you sneak him. Now everyone knows the toss yeah. crack. Oh, the tight end's coming from outside. Here he comes. Tight end comes in, comes down on Vandebosch, breaks his neck. And Vandebosch was getting all up in him all game. Like, hey, puppy, I'm coming after you. And, like, Gronk hits him. And, and like, that was it. And Vandebosch just got paid, like, a boatload of money. He was, like, the man for that that time. Of the, it was 2010. So Is this when he's in Detroit? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. He just came down, bop. Yeah, he was like a intimidating player on the field. He had like red eyes or something like that, right? Yes. Then he had like a special contact. I think it was before. I don't think you ever played Vandenbosch, did nope. you? Nope. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was Grant crazy. Broke his neck. <laughs> Grant ended that. I think yeah. he. I don't know if he ended it, but he he broke his neck or back that that game. Uh, it was he, crazy because it was like he was a monster. He was a monster. You had the game plan for a guy like him all week. We've been talking. This Vandenbosch guy could ruin the fucking day. We got to get him blocked. Da, 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 da. And Grant goes in, pop, knocks him out. 
out of the game. We ended up blowing them out. That's God, a good way to God, Damn, I love football back in the day, man. We can't do that stuff Can't anymore, do anything. Man. Can't do any you of can that. You still crack block it. You can It's how they know it's coming now. No, 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 no. But no, even no. like you, later. You can get, to your point, anytime you hit somebody in the head, it's it can be like a uh they're, he, a he's a defenseless player. Yeah. Defenseless player. Yeah. They're soft. It's like the crackback rule. Even when you're going in for the force, like if you're coming to get the safety, we we got to talk about this because we were watching highlights, getting ready for this. You got for as unbelievable Dude, as you were. You, you got, are the you toughest son of a bitch I've ever fucking seen play football. You took some fucking hits. You were out there getting rough. Dude, but willingly. Like not even a, a, sh a shred of doubt. I'm going up getting this ball. I know what's happening. Like Doesn't you turn happen. on your highlights, you are taking shots. I mean, someone's got to. <laughs> Let's go. Let's fucking go. No, I, you know, so that was my job. You know, and that's how I made my opportunity. I had to be fearless going across the middle, and I had to do the dirty work a lot of times, digging out the force. Yeah. In New England, that's what they expect of that that guy in that position. You know, a guy like I, I move me to F, Z, X, make me versatile, but like coming You took down, it to another level because, I mean, I would assume like kind of Welker was. Troy, in, it started with Troy Brown. Troy Brown, Troy Brown okay. was in the Z, and then Welker kind of magnified it and did what, what Welk was like one of the best route runners I've ever seen. Like dude. the first couple years when I was with him, I was like, this dude's a fucking monster. <laughs> he was so small and so quick. Even on a press coverage, he could get like four steps in and he'd be doing his head shit. <laughs> <laughs> he could get guys to turn their hips and just pop up and get in. Get like his, his release came and his routes, they were fucking sick. And, you know, honestly, it was a huge part of you know, how I got to learn the position, you know, I came in playing quarterback, yeah. so, you know, so like I got to watch him and I got to take tidbits from fucking Randy Moss, Joey Galloway, like all these Legends. guys. And even what's Randy telling you, just be bigger and faster than everybody and jump oh, up and catch them. Like, I just remember Randy. How he, <laughs> hey, Jules. Hey, Jules. <laughs> hey, he used to call me Edelnut. <laughs> Edelnut? Hey, Edelnut, get my hot tub about 103 and get my Gatorade. <laughs> That's where we used to have the metal tubs. Yes. You know, you have metal tubs and hot tub. Yes. He never wanted to go in the regular hot tub. He had to have his own shit with the little, he had to have this, uh, it was like menthol rubbing alcohol in there. Fucking <laughs> salt. And he'd go, go get my towel, my Gatorade, and make that hot tub about 103, 102. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. <laughs> this one time. What a legend. Yes, sir. This, <laughs> this one time, Randy, it was like the day before Christmas and we had to work we had a game on Christmas or something and Randy was talking to his mom and I just walked by I was like hey hey Randy tell Mama Moss I said you know Merry Christmas he goes Edelnut when I'm talking to my motherfucking mom you shut the fuck up <laughs> I literally went like this. Oh, I looked at and I fucking just, I walked away. Yeah. I contact. I was so scared. I was a rookie. He's like, don't you fucking talk to me when I'm talking to my mom. <laughs> but he'd always love me up too, you know? Of He's course. Just yeah. yeah. You know, but like you could learn things from him, like how he tracked the ball. Like, like in one-on-ones, he would sit and run and it looked like he wasn't running and the ball would come and we all know that the, the DBs play hands. Yeah. When you throw your hands out there, DBs are gonna try to come through. Yeah. He would just run and the ball would come right there and he'd just boop and just pop his little hands out the last <laughs> second. second. You know, So you could take things from anyone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially as a route runner. Was Welker, like, did he help you out with the route running and all this stuff? Like, or was it more just like watching him do it? Watching. You know, I love Welk to death, you know, but he was kind of like the asshole older brother. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
I was there to take his job, yeah. and he was there to. Well, that ended up happening yeah, when he got I'm, hurt, right? Then you kind of got an opportunity. I know what an asshole older brother is, man. That is, it's a tough position to be in as the younger brother. I feel like I could be way more of an asshole. Oh, you thought I was talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a professional athlete and you're a young guy trying to come in, yeah. And you ask a question, sometimes guys are like, dude, just watch a fucking tape. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, all right. I was trying to be a sponge. Perfect, yeah. That was the last time I asked him a question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I learned so much just from taking mental reps while watching him like on one on ones. And then, oh, yeah, my third year in, I had to cover him. So I knew all his routes and shit. Dude, so, oh, my God. I was playing DB a little bit. So I would always just hold him. I knew he was fucking. He'd get <laughs> it, was fucking it was fun. There's no officials out there in practice. The DBs we, know that. We, they always hold in practice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking oh, yeah. kill. Every, every, team, every team in fucking the entire league has red gloves every time they play us, man. Fucking damn it. We're just red jerseys. Hey. It's harder to see the hold. Bill used to fucking. Do you think that's a strategy? One thousand percent. Really? I would wear red gloves, and I got a hold. <laughs> You're telling me I need to be wearing gloves of the team I'm playing. One hundred. What? They can't see it. They can't see the pull. Why have I never thought about this? Belichick. Fucking. I got a holding call once. They were wearing white jerseys, and I always wore red gloves, all reds. And I got like a holding. You see, fucking red gloves over here. <laughs> I mean, I can, me and Ernie can see that from the fucking press box. And then he gets you some real prima donna shit, right? Or, you know, like, yeah. Like, hey, you just got to be different. GDI, goddamn individual. You won 35 to 4, coach. Like, Jesus. Nah, but he used to He's talk about that opportunity. all the time. He used to really? Ninkovich all the time about that. Ninko? What? Yeah. What color? No, uh, no, Cannon. I was about to say, I thought Cannon? Ninkovich didn't wear gloves. No, he wore gloves. He wore those the lineman glove. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. He tried to. When you were getting towards the end of your career, back to the uh, the Welker thing, were, was there somebody that you was coming up? Yeah. Were you trying to help him? Or you welcome? You, no. Welker. <laughs> we, we were cool, but like, I you know, know yeah. whatever. But I did remember that, like when Jacoby Myers came up, mm. you know, he was, I was around him. I remember those days. Yeah. And so I, I was at the point where like, I was confident in my abilities. So like, I would give him everything I knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when you're done with the game, the only thing that goes on forever is the knowledge that you give other guys that, i'm sure. with you on that you know what i mean Absolutely. so that's yeah, kind of something that like i remember that there was of course some younger guys that are like slap dicks that you're like ah, dude. yeah but for the guys <laughs> that are, are genuinely trying to, are, trying to get better they're trying to get better like it's only putting make the work in better yeah. it's, it, you know iron sharpens iron the better the the 53rd guy is the better the team is yeah no doubt that's Love the it, patriot baby. way right there that is you, you huh? can tell. that's the patriot way what is the patriot way we asked Gronk this. What Gronk say? He, I think he said, basically, I don't, I don't want to butcher it. Um, Paraphrase. This isn't. This is. I know. Word. Do your job. Unselfish. Is I, I, I think that's pretty. Good. I'm pretty sure you're on point with it. You didn't make it seem like it was like the most complicated thing ever. No, it's not. But it, I, I think it comes from Bill puts a template in place. This is how it's supposed to be done. You see him in a meeting, he's gonna motherfuck everyone. He makes everyone accountable. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many years you have, how many Super Bowl rings you have, what your stats are, who you are, what school you went to. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He just wants to get better. He's gonna coach to coach. Mm -hmm. And so like the best players on the team or like the older players in the team, I think the Patriot way is those guys working their dicks off working their asses off, being the first ones in, the last ones out, the Teddy Brewskis when I was a rookie in organized team activities, fucking doing scout team punt, you know, like that 
because if the 53rd guy or the 90th guy in sees OTA that. sees Teddy Bruschi running down, giving stab technique on punt, you can't not do it. Yeah. Right. So then everyone's on eggshells all the time. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just a, a form of like people being accountable, your best players working their hardest, putting the team first. You know, there was always a sign in the in the facility that said, you know, mental toughness. It's doing what's best for the team when it's not necessarily best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of that's it. That's it. You need to have your best players acting that way. No doubt. Tom Brady. Yeah. This guy's first one in, last one out working. This guy got a quarterback coach and he's 38 years old. He's got four or five Super Bowls already at the time. And he's flying them out in the bye week, you know, to get reps with them. Like, that's what you want to see is you guys always constantly learning. Guys never satisfied. Yeah. And and that's kind of what I think the Patriot way is when we talk about that shit. (laughs) <laughs> well, it beca- becomes a thing when you win what six Super Bowls or it's only, it's six. yeah, I only got three. Uh, well, yeah. Wait, I hope door, I can dude. get three. You're knocking on that door. You guys, you guys can do it this year too. Oh, he's got to. Tom. I mean, you got you guys got an easy road there. The AFC is crazy right now. Yeah, we play the AFC East this year. We actually got a tough conference, tough schedule, but the NFC's got an easier road, no doubt about it. It's just quarterback. All the quarterbacks are in the AFC right now. Yeah, yeah, except for one. Taylor Taylor Hurts. Hey. That's a good one to have. That is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. And he just got paid. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Is it a team friendly deal? That, how, 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 how does Howie do this? I, I swear everyone's paid. Yeah. You guys are drafting like top six, getting the guy from Georgia and shit. And this has been my whole career. I feel like he's always been a master in understanding the cap and, yeah. and how to understand what's going to happen down the road. The COVID year was a little bit of a wild card because that was such a different year for the cap. But those guys at all times know how to do it know how to manipulate it Jalen's contract I don't think it's not like team friendly it's like both parties friendly like he's still getting paid yeah but like this year's hit is not high it's a low cap hit this year what do they give him a bunch of signing bonus he plays for like a million bucks on like as salary exactly it, it, and they prorated it, after I mean, yeah trips, yeah I mean it, it's like I kicking the can see how other teams do it I, I I don't know why other teams don't do it either I do know that Howie when he was in college he did like his thesis on the NFL salary cap. So, like, he's These, been, like, doing this for a while. Roseman. Yeah. Jew. Off the fifth? Isn't that well, what it is? Good enough. You know about that. But <laughs> By the way, I met your mom at Super Bowl. Did you? That's cool. Yeah. Did you see the Saints? Yeah. Just an at at angel. the steakhouse. I was at the steakhouse, and I, someone was like, that's a Kelsey. I got to go meet the Kelsey. Oh, oh hell oh, yeah. Man, you're you're a legend for that. She was fired up. I, I was like, I, I got to know who spit these two guys out. <laughs> I mean, She's she was a, a sweetheart. Your dad was awesome. It was yeah. fucking cool. We I appreciate that, in, man. I, I tell everybody this. In two weeks, she did more endorsement deals than I did in 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> she retired two years ago and is making more money off the field right now than both of us. Right. That's that's mom. Yeah, man. She's killing she it. She should be for what she had to put up with. <laughs> I can only imagine teenage years with you guys. The amount of milk and the amount of cum everywhere. <laughs> Just come everywhere. Oh Pride. my God. Just stealing girlfriends. Oh There's, my goodness. Don't, don't you dare bring a black <laughs> light cow. around the Kelsey household, boy. That I'm just was saying. unbelievable. <laughs> I'm just saying, teenage boys. Good thing they never took one of them black lights right over the keyboard. Dude. <laughs> they came out with that one show on MTV where they would like raid somebody's room, like, I hope they never hit mine. They go through I'm this. Never applying for that show. <laughs> yeah, room Raiders. Room Raiders. Oh my god. Holy that show. cow. 
We're gonna see what my boyfriend is doing. Let's see what this black light can do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! It's on the ceiling. Never fail. How? How? It's a stalactite. I just went to Morning Caves with my daughter. That's why I have that. What is that? That's why you got yeah. the stalactites? Yes. Yeah, stalactite. Kids, kids. We're thinking yeah, about kids. Yeah. Kids. Kid-friendly show. <laughs> Kid-friendly show. But yeah. Oh Patriot way, goodness. baby. <laughs> New Heights is brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings Trap. You know I have hot takes when it comes to boneless versus traditional bone-in wings, or as I like to call them, chicken nuggets versus actual chicken wings. Well, our friends at B-Dubs are giving you guys a free chance to settle the debate. That's a good point, and I love chicken nuggets just as much as I love boneless chicken wings. On National Chicken Wing Day, Saturday, July 29th, B-Dubs is giving away six boneless nuggets or boneless wings or traditional wings to America. Hey! When you spend a minimum of $10, that's it. You just gotta go in there with $10 and you get some free shit. Mm. Available for dine-in only while supplies last. I think that means while they have chicken carcasses. It's a good point. As long as they got nuggets. And they probably won't run out of those. You just need $10. Yeah. And you'll get six more for free. They got plenty of that. Probably have whatever sauce you want. No, no, no. The sauces are also limited supply only. Well, of course. But as long as they got it, you can do whatever sauce you want, I yeah. bet. I'm pretty sure it's whatever they got in the back for as long as they got it. also need a shout out one of our sponsors that you probably see us drinking during the show every single day and that's accelerator active energy drink man if you've been looking for some zero sugar give it to me that gives you sustained energy of course it gets your metabolism going and that gives you an enhanced focus that needs to record a podcast that's right you got to check out Accelerator Active Energy Drink, man. This shit works. It does. Dude, it's if you can't tell. <laughs> what flavor you like drinking? Right now I got Rocket Pop. I'm popping up like a rocket. Pow! <laughs> Accelerator Active Energy is available nationwide at Target, Meyer, and Sheets. Dude, all right, since you did mention oh, the Patriot yeah. Way and you already kind of mentioned Jacoby, I got to jump right into it. Last year we had the most electrifying play of arguably the NFL Patriot roulette against the oh, Raiders. Yeah. Where Mac- That's a weak thing. The ring- no, 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 we're calling no, no, the play no, no. that, uh, I'm talking about what Jacoby lateral did on the, on the oh. draw to end the game. Dude, or, when you saw that, trying to go to overtime, did you like put yourself in that team meeting the next month, that Monday or Tuesday on what bill was going to say to the team? Like, what did you think? Did you think about his head when was just going to explode that? right in the moment? <laughs> See, that's, that's where bill doesn't get you. Oh, really? Bill, he, he knows how to read the room. Like, he's going to cut you down when you blow a team out. Gotcha. You know, when, when there's a devastating loss mm. and you guys are on a couple games skid, it's probably one of those 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 Monday morning meetings where, like, guys, we did enough to win the game, but we lost it. Let's move on from this. Probably short. Let's move on to the next game. Like, yeah. like he, he's, he's, he's pretty good at that when we were in like shitty situations or like we weren't playing well, or if it was like a loss in December or, yeah. or no, like late November where you're trying to get on your streak, you're yeah. trying to get going. Like that's when, you know, we weren't having state of the union. State of the union is usually we're after like blowout wins or, you know, wins where we thought we were doing well. Bring you back down to earth. Felt real yeah. good. Hey, we still got to improve here. We still got a ways to yeah. go. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's kind of what that's he, why he's, that's that makes why, sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm sure he, 
there was a little motherfucking of the, the coaches probably got motherfucked. Yeah, right. I mean, I, 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 I've never been in those meetings, but I've heard that. Like, it gets pretty brutal. It gets. He brutal. keeps everybody accountable. Everyone. Yeah. You got Everyone. to him. I was fucking pissed off. It was so weird. What, 50 <laughs> like, grand on the the eight and a half under over? <laughs> 50 grand on it, and that would have been nine games. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I was at the game. Yeah. I had a oh, couple no, cocktails. <laughs> I was in a denim, I was in a denim dan what fucking we, Canadian tuxedo, your, having a time of my life with the Raider fans talking shit. Oh my god. All of a sudden we throw fucking the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking I was so What I was, was your first thought on the first lateral? Like what do dude, like I, I just oh remember seeing I was like, what the what the hell is going on? I think he was just stunned. No, I think he they, was stunned. There's, I think there's that, no way that was a that was not in the game plan. It was no, definitely one, it couldn't have been in the play. Not, but, I'm just saying. But who in their mind at that moment? I'm gonna ladder. Like I, I just how like, much time was on the clock? It was the last play. They were just trying was to it like last play. Yeah, it was. I think there's a chance overtime. Overtime. Yes. I mean, maybe God. there's a chance he could get up and out. You know I don't what? Know. That was the, the crazy thing to me last year with the Pats, the situational football. That's what we usually had a premium mm-hmm. on. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Bill's known for, for sure. Yeah. And, I, you know, like... Playing I think, against you guys, it felt like a lot of the time, especially early on in my career, you guys were just controlling the game because of those situations. Without a doubt. When they were ahead of the game, too, with some of the things that they would do, they, Bill knew the rules better than anybody, and he would have these plans in his head for weird situations that would arise. Dude... I remember, like, you know the free kick situation where, yeah. like, the last play of the half? I swear to God, we practiced that 12-year career. Every fucking Friday has never come up. Never come Not up. once. Not it hasn't once. come up since, like, 1986. Yeah. Yeah. But we practiced that situation just yeah. in case we want to line up for the free oh, yeah. kick before the half. Yeah. It's crazy. And then there's a lot of times where you're like, why the fuck are we practicing this stupid-ass situation? Yeah. And it comes up in the game, yeah. and it, it ends up handling out, like, what he said it was going to handle out. <laughs> and you just sit back and you're like this guy's pretty fucking I guess that's smart. why we do it. He's pretty smart. <laughs> that's legendary. Against you guys, you just wanted to keep it close. You always keep it I close. Wanna, I did not want to keep it close. What is that? Who is, was that? The enemy? Give yourself a chance to have a chance. Have a chance. <laughs> yeah. Chance, baby. Just give, me, just give me a chance to have a chance. Keep it close to the end. You heard it, DC. Let's rewind a little bit. A dog. I don't know where we are right now. Well, we're not on a script love, at all. We're I just having a conversation. I do get a. We're both life. from Ohio. You went to Kent State. Quarterback. First of all, can't read. Can't write, can't state. Yeah, say it right, baby. How in the hell did you to, end up? We used to fly around on that campus as kids yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yep, we yeah. played Heights, right? Cleveland yes, Heights. We would, you we'd remember Swinsons? Yeah. Oh yeah. Burgers. Oh yeah. That's, oh, yeah. I heard they got wheat now though. The Galley Boy. That was like prime yeah. burger. Yeah. I, I have not nice. had they it sold in a, owners in a while. or something. Come on, Swinsons. You can't nice. be doing this. I hear there's a place in Akron that's doing way better. What's going on? The four four zero. How did you end up in Hold it down. I went to JUCO. I was a JUCO guy out oh, okay. of high school. Where'd you uh, play JUCO? Where'd JUCO? College of San Mateo. Not familiar. It's, yeah, it's in the Bay Area. Where I, it's like ten minutes from where I grew up. There's a lot of there's a lot of good junior college football in the Bay Area. And there was a connection somehow to Kent. Or no, just, I was a qualifier to high school. I took the SATs. I had pretty good grades. Just didn't get recruited. And yeah. then played quarterback at CSM and lit it up. There's a couple schools that called and a lot of schools wanted me to like change positions and they didn't have a scholarship. They wanted me to stay one more year. And Kent came out and they said, hey, we'll let you compete for our job right now. And I went over and watched a spring practice. Went to Ohio as a California kid with spiky hair. (laughs) (laughs) Spring, it was snowing. I'm like... 
I could probably start here right now. So, <laughs> so I decided. I got this. Gotta love a good, love a good yeah. action, baby. It was awesome. I loved Ohio, man. Salty the earth people. Yep. It was crazy to me because I grew up in like a crazy melting pot. Like in the Bay Area, you have everything. Sure. I went to Ohio. There's only white and black people. Yeah, like mm. everyone drives American-made cars. Oh, yeah. yep. Never seen that in my life. Everywhere it was like Detroit. a crazy culture shock, and like the people were just like blue-collar people that work nine to fives. Loved coming home to watch Ohio State or the Cleveland Browns or the Commander. What are they? The Guardians. Guardians. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know what that is. That's a Cleveland thing. Yeah. <laughs> just like salt of the earth people and like i had i had a lot of great relationships and i still stay in contact with a lot of people from northeast ohio i yeah. love it yeah there's something about ohio that i mean you just summed it up yeah we're lucky to be from there it's so boring love it. don't get me wrong well now you're losing you didn't have it yeah you didn't have any fun now. up there i had a lot of fun didn't have any fun I, over I mean, there kent state i had a not lot of reading, fun right? i had a lot of fun but like there's only so many times I can go to Rockney's. <laughs> I can only go to Rockney's so many times with a wedge fried. All right. You know, like, I respect it. I respect you know, it. No Mexican food. I'm from California. I didn't even have no oh, yeah, burritos. No. There's definitely not Mexican food. There's none you know, of that. Like, it was cool. It was just different fun that I was used to. Yeah. You know, I was just going like the skate park and shit. Like, out there you go, like cow tipping and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Playing cards. Sandusky, Ohio with. Brake Callahan brake pads. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Did you ever go to Cedar Point up in Sandusky? I did. Yeah, I went to Cedar man. Point. We used to do that once a once a summer after summer workout, the whole team. Dude, let's go ride some roller coasters. Yeah. Let's go ride some <laughs> roller coasters in our, our tank tops and you're all shredded up. Stupid. <laughs> Leaving there with <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh. You get selected by the Patriots. Yeah. Did you know you were going to be a receiver from the moment they picked you? I was about to say, you were saying you were playing a little DB. Was there a question on which side of the ball you were going to play? No, I mean, I started training over in Euclid, Ohio, over at uh, Speed Strength. Euclid Sports Plant, baby. Yeah, Yeah, you already know. We were in there. We went there. Yeah. All day, every day. Uh, That's where I trained for my combine or for my pro day. No way. Yeah. Um, Did you get asked to take steroids in there? Because guaranteed those things were going around in that place. You You think so? During the day? (laughs) Why did we get offered it? We were kids. <laughs> I, That's we when you want to start it. That's right? what I'm saying. Dur- during Folks, the day, don't, don't you saw the bodybuilders coming. Yeah, no. Thing. The one in the railroad tracks. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't see anyone that wasn't a football player there. Yeah, I agree. I don't remember the bodybuilders. I'm, I'm, I'm missing. I this. used to go up there for like AAU terms because they had the big court right yeah, there. Yeah, they had yes. a bunch of courts. Yes. And they had a grass field inside, maybe. Indoor soccer. soccer. Dude, you're taking me back right now. Yeah. So I, I went out there, and Charlie Fry. He was the starting quarterback for the Browns for a little bit, and then he was in. He was at the Raiders at the time. He saw me running around. He saw me training. And he's like, yo, I'm going to go to Akron Tuesdays and Thursdays. Why don't you come with me? I need someone to throw to. I didn't know how to run routes or anything. And and so, like, he kind of coached me up. And he would come throw up my, like, workouts and shit. He would come when the team was going to work me out. He'd come to Kent and come throw to me. So, we'd be dialed up and shit. And so, I didn't know. I got worked out by the Steelers as a DB a safety. The Patriots Just sent a out. ball player, man. <laughs> Just a ball player. The Patriots actually sent Ivan Fears out, the running back coach, first. And they worked me out as a running back. And then they sent over Scott O'Brien, who was the special yeah. teams. Remember Scotty O? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So they brought him out to see if I could catch kicks and punts. And then, then they sent out Chatty O or someone else to uh, see if I could catch the ball. And so they worked me out three times. 
that's like not really heard of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> yeah. and all the other teams were kind of just working me out as a receiver or an athlete. And that was the year the Wildcat was like huge. Yep. You know what I mean? Because in 2008. Miami. When, yeah. With uh, yeah, Ronnie Brown. Brown yep. and, and Cadillac Williams. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Or no. Yeah. No, they went to the same college. It was Ronnie, Ronnie Brown, Brown and, um, and Ricky? Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. He had just Rick. came back from yeah. his hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy because that would have never happened now. Like, what would, I don't know, whatever. But yeah. So I was, I had, everyone was, I was on everyone's radar because that, I, I mean, I ran for like 1,500 yards my senior year and I threw for like, almost 2000 so like i was like a running quarterback and so like a lot of teams were working me out to see if because that you know you know there's always the nfl fads yeah for sure yeah the wildcat was big then so people were working me out for everything did you ever actually get a chance at a wildcat were you running we, it at all? We had or what? when when Tom got suspended in was sixteen or sixteen. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G came in. Mm-hmm. He played the first two games, hurt his thumb or his shoulder, and then Jacoby Brissett came in, and there was no other quarterback. So I was like the backup quarterback. Gosh, how fun was that? I only got one did play. Feel, did you feel like? Uh. I, I was I was getting ready. I was dude. Getting, yeah, I can make. It's my man. time. I was thinking dude. at least I probably couldn't throw the ball, but I could make those D linemen miss all day long. When you got drafted, <laughs> Tom was just coming off his ACL, ACL, right? Yeah. Was there ever a thought in your head that hey, if this ACL recovery doesn't come, no shot. I, <laughs> my first day at OTAs, man, yeah. I saw like the third string quarterback dropping dimes. I was like, I can't make that throw. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, start running these routes. Yeah, start learning how to run. The NFL just xed me out of ever getting a quarterback opportunity. I always used to see like first QB goes down, second QB goes, and I'm like, I got, I got a chance. I could do it. I get one more, and then the second quarterback never got injured. So I just kind of sat there, and I don't even think I've ever actually been the like the guy that would come in because we've always had a running back. Reception and yeah, well, Andy doesn't trust you. Anymore. He doesn't trust me with the ball <laughs> at all. You are Mick Lateral. Dude, give Mick lateral. Talk about laterals. We, we make fun time. of the lateral I see, roulette. I see you in a game. I'm like, is this motherfucker about to? Hey, how, what's on the time? They're up two scores. Is he trying to? No, he ain't. I see you trying to lateral. Then you couple. Just, there's the there's one to Shady is my favorite. Huh? The one to Shady is my favorite because it happens so quick. Like you just catch like a little button, like little Going curl, on. and then he's just sitting there. And he's just oh, I'll just throw this to that guy. One, not a chance. <laughs> I'm just lucky like, Shady you know was looking Shady at me. Shady was going to be there? I saw Shady in my peripheral. I just caught it, and I was like, I got a guy right here. Shady looks like he's open, and I just tossed it to him. Did he have red gloves? Is that what you caught? <laughs> so in, like, walkthroughs, you, you, like, you know, like, All the the, time. you're like, yo, hey, just keep Every, an eye. They don't. They already know. In walkthroughs, I catch and throw it to somebody. It's like throwing it yeah. around the horn in baseball. You know what I mean? I'm making sure everybody gets a gets yeah. a throw. Everybody's seeing the ball come to them. It's just like an extra way to just keep everybody involved as you're yeah. going through walkthrough, going through practice. So I'm always just like non nonstop, just throwing. I'll throw it to a lineman if he's downfield. Got it. Just to have don't some fun that. with it. That's a Orlando idea. Brown is notorious for like, don't fucking throw me the ball. <laughs> he's got so much tape. These guys, how much tape we got I on threw him? Got the ball. Things I threw him the ball, so they literally time. don't move. And I've never seen. <laughs> I've never you don't seen have a opposable guy, thumbs. You can't put that on this guy. I've never <laughs> seen a guy catch a ball with straight palms. Like he didn't use his hand, his fingertips at all. He just tried to sandwich the ball with yeah. his hands. I was like, like yeah, I'm never going to fucking toss you the ball in the game. But Fish, Eric Fisher, he he used to chase me down all the time. And literally one game, it was in the playoffs. I think it was 
was, I think it was Jags. I forget who it was. It was like a big third down. I wasn't sure if I, I was like right on the line. Yeah. So I was like, pitch it to him or just like, make sure you get the first down. So I was like, all right, I'm not going. But I was literally, I locked eyes with him. Tight end though. He was a tight end, right? He was a tight Central end. Michigan. Yeah. Little no, Maxon, baby. That Maxon, baby. Brian Kelly. Yeah. First overall pick, man. He was. That's crazy. He never played tackle, right? No, he only played tackle. Well, oh, in, in college. He played yeah. tackle in college. He played tackle so in college. He was a convert. Sure. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what year, but he converted to tackle. He converted for sure. But yeah, no, I remember locking eyes with him, and I got the first down, and he ran straight up. He's like, you were about to fucking do it. I was like, you felt that. All right, make sure you feel that next time, too, because I just had to get the first right there. Oh, What is it about changing positions, though, that you think you can still play that? Like, I legitimately in my head still think I could have played like linebacker in the NFL or like running back because I played it in high school which is no fucking chance I realized at one time I picked up a fumble behind the line of scrimmage and I'm like I'm about to now it's my time mm-hmm. the DB got on me so fucking <laughs> fast and I don't even know where the DB was at like I picked Eat it up it. and I, I broke that tackle I did get him it, but it was like I was gonna stiff arm him and it was like before I could even extend my arms like ah <laughs> and I was just a fat guy kind of twirling around and broke that tackle, but then I went down quick. The spin is up, boys. He did. I remember that one. <laughs> I think it was, a, it was you running the ball once. It was recent, last couple of years. No, I think uh, you caught a you caught a fucking like. You're thinking of Garrett deflection. Bradbury, the Minnesota center, caught a huge uh, deflection last year and ran it for a bunch. I bet it hasn't happened to me. Trust me, I'd remember it. The only one I got is that fumble. I got a personal foul getting on a fumble against the Raiders. That boy. That's about it. More. Dan Conley. Remember One that? of the best. You remember the best. that? Uh, yes. On the kickoff return. Yes, the kickoff return. return. When they had the wedge Legendary. guys. Because a lot of times when the big guys get the ball, wedge, it doesn't baby. end up good. God Bring him Dude, back. How many, how many big guys have gotten hurt getting torpedoed? On the wedge? Well, not just a wedge, but picking up a ball. Like oh. I've seen oh, so yeah. many linemen pick up a ball, think they're going to run it, and cow, and then they're like doing ass over tea kettle. Wasn't there another Patriots guy that like tore his ACL on the sideline? So, Maybe it was a different team. No. But either way, I just always. Not. Either way, the Dan Conley one was was impressive. That was crazy. It was like a long return, and it, it wasn't was like, like a fluke. Two yards. Yeah, he didn't score though. It was so close. It was like what? three yards. Yeah, third. Yeah. We used to get pictures in the hallway, and he had like a picture of him like smiling, cheesing. <laughs> Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports my whole body health. That's right. You might not believe this, but I drink my AG1 every day. Why in the fuck would you ever drink AG1 every day? Because uh, it's good for you. I gave AG1 a try because as an NFL player, I needed a way to get all of my nutrition uh, going in one simple to take solution uh, that supports my entire body and covers my nutritional basis. Oh, so if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D. That's right. And five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. That's right. Go to drinkag1.com slash new heights. That's drinkag1.com slash new heights. Check it out. Alrighty, today's video is brought to you by SeatGeek. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. And the NFL season's almost here. And we have a special discount. Of course we have a special discount and a secret promo code for the 92 percenters. You can only get it right fucking here, ladies and gentlemen. I guess it's not so secret anymore. Yeah, well, it is a secret to anyone outside. Don't fucking tell anybody unless they listen. For a very limited time, 15% off any NFL ticket. You heard it here, folks, for a very, very, very limited time. This will not be a... It's going to be a very limited time. You get 15% mm-hmm. off any NFL ticket. doesn't matter if you're a first-time buyer or not. Jason, 
which Eagles game would you recommend to these wonderful 92 percenters or anyone that hasn't been to the link before? Oh, if you haven't been to the link, uh, any game. He ain't lying. Just click the link. Click the special link in the description. Sign in and the 15% off discount will be auto applied to your account. That's right. You got to click that link, ladies and Mm -hmm. gentlemen. Jason, finish this shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you purchased on SeatGeek before or not. Click the link in the description and save some money. It doesn't matter. 15%, 92%. All right, now. You get drafted by the pages. What were your first impressions walking through the door? I was terrified. See, it looks like a terror. It's like you're walking into like a fucking, I don't even know. It's like an intimidating. A Death Star? Yeah. A Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. No, I mean, but it, you're in the it, Republic now. Yeah. It was even crazier to me, like when you're like a late round guy mm-hmm. and you're playing the numbers game yeah. right away. Right. Like how many receivers are they gonna take? We had Randy Moss, we had Wes Walker, we had we just traded for Greg Lewis from Philly. Yeah. We had uh Jeez. Joey Galloway, we signed him free agency. He was an old Joey Galloway, but he still cooked. We had Sam Aiken, who was special teams captain, so he wasn't going nowhere. I was sitting there like after the hiatus of like, yeah, I just got drafted to like, damn, how am I gonna make this goddamn team? So that's when I just started hanging out with Scotty O and I just did made myself valuable. Like, like, hey, can you cover kicks? It's like, I'm covering kicks. Hey, can you, you know, be a personal punt protector? I was like, sure. Like, I just tried, I, I tried everything. I was, I was a backup holder for like five years. Like, yeah. and I would go meet up with Scotty O at like 5.30 in the morning. This motherfucker would make me come on at 5.30 and he'd give me the whole day of what he was going to coach during special teams meetings and I had to be in those meetings too. Yeah. So I would hear what he would say and then I would be in the meeting. That was the thing around the Patriots. They'd always say, the more you can do. Right, yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I was just trying to do that and then just learn and make plays when you had a, a, a chance to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then... You know, one thing led to another, and I ended up making it. I didn't know everything about the JUCO. You're playing quarterback in college. Did you think you were going to get drafted? Did you expect in New England, or was it kind of up no. in the air? So you know how the draft process goes. You, yeah. you do your pro day, then you start getting interviewed, or you get tri- tripped out to teams. I went to San Francisco. I went to Chicago. I went to Miami. I went to a bunch of places, and New England didn't bring me in, but they worked me out three times, and I was like, fuck it. I, th- I think I'm going to Miami. I'm going to be a dolphin. Hey. You know, and then they, South Beach. You know, I was like, I fell in love. First <laughs> Florida, you know, I was like, damn, this place is crazy. It's, nice. yeah. it's real nasty. It is. And so I was like, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to be a Patriot. And so, like, when the sixth round came, my agent started to hit me up and he's like, yeah, you know, I got like five teams on online for priority free agent. If you don't get drafted, Niners, Packers, Bears. And we made a decision. If, if I were to go undrafted, I was going to sign with probably the Packers because they didn't have any kind of slot guy or they needed a returner as well. And we were just looking for somewhere I could potentially make the team. Yeah. Then my agent hit me up and he's Don Yee. He represents Brady. Okay. And so, like, he goes, you know, I deal with the Patriots a bunch. They made a seventh-round trade. They got a couple more picks. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying they're going to, but I wouldn't be surprised if they How about that? Don Yee calling it. And then I, got, then I got a 508 call from Bears, and they drafted me. Right on. How about that? Bill fucking, he, he picks up the phone. And he goes, yeah, I don't know what you're going to play. You're a good football player. See you tomorrow. Or like, <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, thanks, Bill. 
Good to meet you. Yeah. I'm fired up too. Yeah. I talked to him once in like mini camp. It was a principal, you know, you just kind of like stay away. Yeah. Don't make eye contact. He might ask you a question or something, quiz you on something. I was so terrified of that dude. Because he would always quiz everyone. Like, you go like, hey, Edelman, who's fucking 72 on the wall in rookie camp? I go, I, I don't know, coach. He goes, that's Matt fucking light. The guy's only played nine years, has three fucking super. <laughs> He's sitting there next week. I'd appreciate it if he knew his fucking name. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I have heard about so, this though. This every great. after that, after that one motherfucking every rookie went and got names of everyone from all the like cleaning staff, the cafeteria people. He goes, Who's, you know, he'd ask you everything. Well, this was, so I was going to ask you this. I heard this that at the start of training camp or OT or something, you would get like a like a book with everybody's picture and name on it. That's new. And you had to remember it. Yeah. So this pre that where you That's had to actually that. figure it out on your own. We had to go out and fucking Google do search. your own research. Like, yeah. Like go to the <laughs> uh, football ops guy. You know, who give me a fucking print out everyone. Yeah. And yeah. media people, everything. Give me. I, I, I want everything. That, and they'd always have like these little sayings and shit mm -hmm. you know and you had to know those yeah. you know do your know job on the walls, ignore man. the noise speak for yourself don't believe the hype when you come in the building Just be attentive standard brainwashing <laughs> it, it, it works though hey it's good hey it can't was, deny it. it it was you know after that whole when you guys won that super bowl oh gosh and lane went up there i know oh said what he said yeah i didn't care but like we went in the locker room and shit and like the next season coming in yeah, guys are yeah. like oh you know like you hear what he said yeah it's not fun here yeah. and so there's a bunch of people saying shit and so I went on the chalkboard and I just put winning is fun, fun. and did it. And we Boom. ended up leaving it there the whole year and we ended up winning the Super Bowl there. Well, and yeah. and I, I don't know, know if anybody else watching Bill's post game press conference in 19 when you guys beat us in Philadelphia. But the first thing Bill said after the game was, man, that was fun. Like and we knew exactly what he was referencing. Yeah. But like nobody else probably picked up on it. But, you know, hey. It worked for you guys. He has used his motivation. So, good old bulletin board material. Bulletin board material. That's another thing that he does, Belichick. Yeah. In the off season, he'll sit there. He'll read like press clippings of what certain other teams are saying in the media. Like you'll hear like a, a receiver or some guy on a team, and he'll say like, you know, we'd be disappointed if we can go to Super Bowl this year. Yeah. He goes, fucking Super Bowl? It's fucking March. Yeah. Like, how about we just get better? Like, he just annihilates. And he, he's basically telling like, all right, guys, shut the fuck up. This is not what we're talking about. Let's worry about, you know. Today. Today. Yeah. He's so funny how he would just get on these guys. Like, I anyone who it. says something in the media, he, he picks up on that shit. Uh, note taken. <laughs> 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 Fucking Belichick. I'm still scared of him. I've never met him or talked to him, but I think I'm a little bit scared of him. You would him. love him, though. You're a football guy. If you're a football guy, you love Bill. Yeah. Because he loves football guys. Yeah. My perception of Bill is this hard-ass, like, old-school coach. But then you see, like, the clips of him joking around with guys. Yeah, he jokes around with guys all the time. Yeah. But his joking's not always funny. It's like, look, I've seen fucking LT. You think you're good? Like, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> he can humiliate you very easily with just his knowledge of the game. Sure. He's got a dry sense of humor. Yeah. A lot of guys don't know if they could laugh at his jokes, but he does say a lot of funny-ass shit. He's funny, and he's fun when it's okay to be fun. But he's, you know, it's, it's a business and he wants to win yeah that's number one priority 
Why do you think there hasn't been so much success, I guess, with some of Bill's assistants that have gone like other places? It's tough. You can't you can't go in trying to, you know, replicate, replicate nah, Belichick be without own. the resume that Belichick has. Right. You know, if you're a veteran player who comes into New England for like the last 20 years, you kind of like understand what you're signing up for. Yeah. So you're going to you're going to stay in order. Yeah. So the culture has been set. Culture man. is set, you know, so it, it's been tough, you know, but I don't think that's necessarily true. Billy O'Brien, for example, at Houston Texans, I bet you that they would pray to have the six seasons that he had where they went to the playoffs like five years yeah. or four years. That's fair. You know, there's guys, R- Romeo Cornell did pretty good. Romeo did good, yeah. I mean, Vrabel, Vrabel's not a coach, but he pretty much has that like. 100%. You know, he's a, he's a. Belichick guy, I still remember that he's, matchup, I mean, man, where he he pulled the uh, the punt, yeah, the punt deal, and it I'm was sure like he's it was like there. Belichick's own mind game. Yeah, he fucking got the delay the a game so you could milk out the clock. Yeah, but I mean, it's just he's a football player right there, man. He he was like one of the smartest guys. He would Belichick would always talk about how Vrabel was like the smartest, one of the smartest football players you ever been around. There's like stories of Vrabel how he was the biggest asshole, like just like older brother asshole. Yeah, you know, like. What the right mean, kind bro? of asshole. Get the fuck out of here and go do it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you ain't done shit. Like, that kind of shit. Like, super accountable guy. Like, get up on everyone. Everyone's on the table for getting fucking chewed out. Yeah. He gave it to Brady. I mean, there's old clips of him giving it to Brady and shit. Like, Vrabel, he's got like a fucking mystique figure that just floats in the hallways of the Patriots. Everyone wow. always talks about him and Willie McGinnis. Oh, yeah. Willie Holy Mack. cow, man. Yeah. Legends. And that was the thing. Like, when I was part of a new generation, Pat. So I had to. We had to hear. Like our Patriots had to hear about that Patriot team. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see coming through. You, like you're becoming like, you know, the older guy now. One thousand know, percent. There's gonna be a time where you're not gonna be there, and Patrick's gonna be there still, telling and, like, stories about Travis. They're Kelsey. gonna be telling stories <laughs> like fucking this stories. guy. Kelsey. My stories ain't gonna be nothing like Braves or, but, or you Brewskies know, or you know. If you're a younger player, it motivated a lot of our guys. Like fuck, I'm sick of hearing about. Kevin Falk, Teddy Bruschi, Troy Brown. Fuck, dude. Like, let's go out and win. Hell yeah. Branch. I'm thinking of the wrong yeah, guy. Dion. Dion. Er, d- dirty. So, played both ways. Troy Brown did. Troy Brown did. So, it was Troy Brown. Yeah, he got a pick, too. I didn't. I never got a pick. I was about to say. I almost picked Vince Young. How did that How did that come about? Was it just you just locking dudes up on, on like, special teams that just no. translated into defense? Or Absolutely what? not. <laughs> we're, we're banged up. Yeah. At corner. I walk in on a Monday. Josh Boyer, who who's DC over Miami a couple years ago. Yeah. He comes up to me and goes, You're gonna be in our meeting. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about when you're meeting? Bill wants you in our meeting. Just come in our meeting. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like young player, fucking mind fuck. What's going on? Oh my god, what's yeah. Fucking played DB against the Jets that week. It was crazy. <laughs> it was nuts. Who'd you guard? Do you remember who you guarded? I, you we guard were playing anybody? a lot of zone that game. I got to tackle Ladanian Tomlinson. LT. I took out LT. Took him. You heard him, right? I think I heard him. I didn't, I didn't want to say it. But yeah. You never want to hurt anybody. Never want to hurt anyone. Not but, ideal. But you felt the lick like you laid a good lick on him? Nah, I just went low on him. Like, yeah. I, he was fucking, he was low. LT? Yeah. yeah he just <laughs> went low, took out his legs. Gotta get the job done. Get in front yeah. of that horn frog, man. Biting ankles. <laughs> McCoy <laughs> jumped over me when he was in Philly. Because I, I, I started in Philly. I started against Philly. I was in like a dime personnel group. Or actually, my first start was against the Chiefs. It's crazy. And then we played Philly. Philly? Yeah. Who was the small running back? Charles? Jamal Charles? Yeah. yeah. I, had, I was. He's slithery, man. I had to cover 
cover him. So they they made this because Bill's notorious for like his personnel groups on defense. Yes. So like he had like five, six, seven DBs out there because they had the Jamal Charles and they were hitting him in the flat and on those little arrow routes and shit. Sure. So like they put me on him. They said, wherever he goes, you go. And the next week I had to go play against uh, Philly. Who did they have? What year? 11. Yeah. This is my this is your rookie year. Rookie year. Yeah, but you guys had um, Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo, but there's another D tackle that wasn't very good, but he talked a lot of shit. And this reason I remember and he was Ger- drafted to but, Cleveland. Yeah, Gerard. Yes, all he did was talk shit the whole game, and he had some good ones. He had some good ones. Will Fort. I forget. Yeah, Will, Big Ben. That is a load, dude. Huge. Yeah, so we had Jeremy Macklin. Macklin. I had to cover Macklin, and then uh, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. I almost, I almost picked a return route dude, that was, he ran. Was Chad Hall on that team? I don't a think he played later. the game. A couple years later, Shout out to Chad Hall. He was yeah, Shady. Shady was crazy. Jacksonville. He jumped over. Jumped yeah. over me. Dude, it was insane. M- McCoy, I tried to tackle him. He jumped over me. Like, what the we fuck? We saw what you did to LT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back. You know he's watching film. Yeah. Boy, Shady. Fucking Shady McCoy. So, uh, we, I do, we, so we've had man, this debate. Is What do you think is harder, DB or receiver? I never played DB. and I, I could cheat because I knew concepts and I knew mm. situationally. This guy's like, just a fucking ball player. You man. know, you could cheat yeah. because... I knew on third and three, what's their go-to player? What's his go-to route? Yeah. So I would like, I would cheat and hold for five yards. You could get away. You can't expose people at the line of scrimmage Mm-mm. if you don't know how to do it. Yeah. Like, you'll get locked up by a good corner or a good, you know, someone who can cover. Yeah. It's hard to do everything backwards. I like defense because you get to go out and hit things and it's like there's less rules and there's less. Like, See ball, get ball. It's more like instincts. instincts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So offense, you have like everything has to click for you to get the ball. Oh, yeah. Like he's got to block this, that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I like playing receiver. He likes scoring touchdowns, but I think I could have played safety. That would have been. I think I would have knocked myself out there. <laughs> Bob Sanders. Remember Bob Sanders? Oh my gosh. Gosh. Like, completely oh, electric for like, what, three years? And then it was just like the injuries piled up. Like six like, games a season. And yeah. Dude, yeah. Nobody wanted to play Bob Sanders, dude. He was like 5'8, too. Just a bullet. Wow. Primarily, obviously, play receiver. Do you think New England kind of revolutionized a slot receiver like position? Like, what is it about that offense that the slot is such like an important piece? They definitely did. I mean, it started with Troy Brown. Yeah. Deion Branch jumped in there for a little bit, and then left, went to Seattle, then Welk kind of brought it to a whole nother level. Yeah, Danny got in Danny there too, came huh? in, mm-hmm. and then you know it. it I think it's because the game changed to more of a space game. Mm. You know, like it, the evolution yeah. of the game. Yeah. So, like, you'd have these tweener guys that were, like, running back receivers that were short. Like a so wide receiver tight end yeah. that really isn't, but he's kind of like a tweener. Tall, yeah. A lot of tweeners. Hey, this, is, this is actually what I think the Patriot way is, to be honest with you. Dude, Bill is the master at finding guys that are good at, like, a specific thing and utilize. He does not like we talk yeah. about personnel, like, but on defense, you see it where like there's guys that might not necessarily like in another defense be that good but in this defense they're fucking awesome because Bill uses them to their strength when I think of Bill the master of like personnel definitely 12 personnel is around because of us Man, when we oh had man. Hernandez and Gronk, who shall not so, be named. He was so <laughs> yeah, that dude, they you were gotta so watch fun to watch. Are you oh, kidding it's me? Insane. You watch it's those insane. things. Those he had he some of the dog. You run routes like him. You give a crossover at the top right, of the route like him. Let's not be so excited. He was dog. I'm telling you. I tell you. I know. I know. He was good. You can't deny it. <laughs> he, was, he was insane. But like, take it back. He loves. 
it's a matchup game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So like yeah. when we started throwing out three receivers with like Troy Brown and Welker and you put the, you know, the, the slot in the three spot and you're getting Last lined speed. up with the linebacker against quarters, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a man coverage. He's mm-hmm. trying to take away your inside. You cross his face. There's nothing over there. Mm-hmm. Like there's all these little things that coaches that do what they do just keep on doing what they do. So right. why not take advantage of what they're doing? Yeah. Are you guys not surprised sometimes when you play a team that there's does no way what they're they still do? Doing yeah. This. And you just roast them up? Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I'm not going to name any names because I'm still playing, but God damn it's it. A couple, it's it's there's, lovely. There's some there's <laughs> few coordinators out here that I'm just like, I'm licking my chops every 100%. time I'm playing. 100%. You know you're getting at least nine balls. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Reed's going to dial that thing up on second and five, and I just know they're going to be sitting in cover three <laughs> or cover four, and I'll be backside manned up. Well, what's crazy is we, as offenses, try to dictate these to deep. Like, if you see a defense where you know you can get them into a specific coverage, like they have a check, like the moment you go one by three they're checking to this we you design it off of that mm-hmm. bill does the same thing on defense all this dude does is build five man fronts get you into a five i'm, I'm speaking for an offensive line yeah, but it's know. so fucking annoying especially because <laughs> like the master of um tweener guys right high tower jamie collins all these li- bigger linebackers not nikovich or nikovich was one there for um spikes no uh, spikes got the, in there. he was spikes. there spikes was unbelievable spikes. but he didn't he, spike was like a dog he, dog he no, was literally the like hardest hitting Chases yeah. a car like he just, <laughs> if you want to if you want to get spikes all you gotta do is play action yeah he's right yeah he's coming he's be, playing that run spikes used to light our no, but like guys up. he gets you into the man coverage knows you're going to man block it as an offensive line and then they just run three and four man games uh, which is exactly the kryptonite to like getting guys in space and building these man blocks so I don't know I feel like it's very team defense though yeah for sure because I remember we'd always have like defensive ends that would come in like on the tail part of their career we don't have to name names no <laughs> there's a <laughs> <laughs> but they would get mad yeah they yeah. would get mad be like I can't rush. Yeah, because yeah. we would always, you know, it, it, like you said, there's a lot of games where like we're not somebody's got to keep quarterback contained. out of the pocket. Yes, yep. you better do not pass the quarterback. I don't want a gaping hole. You know how many times I heard that from him? Yeah, because he would do it in front of the whole team. Yeah. And that could be part of the Patriot way, too. He, we'd have every morning, we'd have probably like a 50 play cut up of all three phases. And yeah. he would break down every one of those plays in front of everyone. So if you're on defense and you heard about an offensive guy getting motherfucked, you'd be going in the hallway and, be like, and you'd hear someone say, like, you got to get your depth on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> an offense, you like, yeah. aren't you supposed to set the fucking edge? You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, you're That's creating fun. competition. Hell like, yeah. that could be it, too. You played the majority inside, but you played outside, too. You saw what Welker did. You saw what Amendola did. Was there another evolution when you and Tom found that connection? I think it was I different. feel like you guys, you ran a lot of the underneath stuff that Welker yeah. ran and Amendola ran, but you were running like deeper route. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I was versatile. I knew I knew all the positions. I knew the F, the Y, the Z, and the X, you know, and, and they, they put me in at the H sometimes. And you're starting to see a lot of that, like with a lot of the teams now, they have a guy like Debo or something. I'm not putting yeah. my name yeah. in the same name, Debo or anything. The same guy. But like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> moving guys, and that goes back to the Belichick thing, using guys' strengths. Yes. 
Yes. And matchups. And that's kind of what it really was. You know, I was able to get open on the outside and, you know, that made it better for the inside because once I went inside, then there was more space and, you know, then you get older and you can't run the same, you stay inside. <laughs> you know, that's how it gets. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I took it to another level. I think it's all part of the evolution. It's all part of the evolution. It, it, was, the, it was the Julian Edelman level. It was like what you could do and uh, the, the, the fact that you were so unique and what your strengths were, they, they found a way to do it with you. Yeah. And I think also because, uh, you know, being a, I was a former quarterback, pre-snap reads. Yeah, know, man. It's always the pre-snap, the post-snap. It always felt look. like in zones, you just knew exactly where to be. I tell every receiver, every tight end that comes in, the, mm. or just comes in contact with me that asks me how I'm so open, like, I know what I have to do based off of what that QB has got going on back there. It was a blessing. I didn't pay attention too much in that quarterback room, but I know being back there <laughs> what that feels like. You know what I mean? So in terms of timing, the sense of urgency, and then slowly you start to understand defenses and realize, oh, wow, he's reading the defenses. This is his progression. Well, people don't realize there's like three pictures of, of a play. You have a pre-snap read, which the defense can dick with you, the safety, or like the safeties can move, or the corners can dick with you and yeah. stuff. And then there's post-snap, where the safeties have to get to their lanes, yes. um, unless you're Troy Polamalu. <laughs> Does whatever he wants. Wanna, but like, those guys Thank can't God lie. Corners can lie, huh? Thank God I didn't play against that guy. I'm, He's a monster. I'm trying to think of what that defense used to be called. You had the free roamer, uh, rock, like, I don't know, whatever. I know exactly what you're saying. And, yeah. and you know, based on the pre-snap one, Usually, if they're faking, they're going to this, right? So it's like right away, it's going to be one of two things. If this guy stays here, it's this. If he does this, it's that. It's processing information, yeah. you know, and it's preparation. We all get the tendency reports, mm -hmm. all right? On second and fucking two, the 60% of the time they're going to run this. There's 30% time they're going to have this. And there's like three times when the guy was a defensive coordinator at fucking UOP. Yeah. He ran Love this those zero. You know what I mean? Like, so you have all that in your head. The poor guy that had to go all the way back there and cut that out. Up and upstairs. <laughs> Shout out to the analytic guys, man. The stats guys, oh, they're watching so much fucking film, getting numbers. I see it with your play all the time. Like just on technique, on who's covering me, I know the coverage. Yeah. If and if 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 he fucks it up, and I see the safety, and he's inside, and it's supposed to be a single high look where he's got man cut, like then I have an easy outbreaking route. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the game's evolved now, where they put in so many like two option type. Like we'd have a play called, and I could run like four different routes. The lore of the Patriots' offense being difficult for receivers. You had four routes that you could run in one play? Yeah, the jiggle route. It's nuts. Versus cover five, you could bring it across. You could whip it in, bring it out. Versus zone, like single high, you have to sit up in the curl flat area. Versus Tampa, you want to get out and turn outside. Like, it's undefeated. Yeah. It's undefeated. You yeah. can't lose. Basically, do whatever you want or do whatever you should do. Yeah. Do whatever the quarterback thinks you're going to do. Gotcha. There you go. Gotcha. There you go. It, Ultimately, like they used to get so mad at me and Tom because on the paper it would show certain things and like I knew that there is no one occupying this area. I could go dip over into that area. Yeah. Tom would really like it if I just <laughs> no, he'd go, over there. One hundred percent he'd be like, Hey babe, just get open. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right. That's Pat's number one thing. Somebody goes to him, hey, if it's cover three, I should run it like this. And he goes, just get open. <laughs> <laughs> just get I mean, open, that's dog. a good rule of thumb. It's number one rule. <laughs> Let's not overcomplicate I'll throw it to you, dude. <laughs> but also with like man coverage, like young players, people don't, like, you only need space and depth for zone. If it's man coverage yes. and you got a crosser, just get the fuck across when you have to get across. And if there's a rat, get across him and you're going to get the ball. As long yeah. as you're not fucking up somebody else's as route. 
not fucking up another line. You're, yeah. You can get open. Yeah. You got some you freedom. Know, like a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. A lot of people, I, I've, what I found out is a lot of people are scared to do that. And, and be wrong. Coaches, yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to. Yeah, you got to play with it. You got to be willing to take. Yeah. I've, but yeah. you also got to Coach Reed has told play. me plenty yeah. of times not to do shit, and <laughs> I don't do it until it's time to do it. Um, <laughs> you know what? You remember that I threw a ball against you guys? Yeah. So that wasn't a design play. Wait, what do you mean? So, the tutty? Yeah, the tutty. What? So He ran a post. He was supposed to take out the safety to bring him to the other side because we had the tight, we had the running back screen on the back side. <gasps> yeah. So this we were, is how I threw a fucking pick. Yeah. Keep going, though. Night before the game, we're doing walkthroughs and shit. I get the ball. And we play with this little lacrosse ball in, like, the hotel thing. And I get it, and I'm like, hey, yo, Philly, what? And I hit Phil. McDaniels goes, don't you fucking think about doing that. <laughs> oh my I go, coach, what if he's wide open? He goes, just throw it to the fucking screen. So we go to the game, fast forward to the game. We couldn't run the ball at all. We couldn't do anything. You guys, we couldn't get anything going on offense. And so we had to throw something out there. Yeah. We call it. I forgot who it was, but he broke through the, the, the lead blocker that was supposed to block for me. And if I were to flip my hips, I'm getting hit while coach, I'm throwing. I got to get it out. I saw Phil out of the corner of my eye and I fucking zing it to him. He gets knocked out, but he scores a touchdown. I run over the, the fucking sideline. McDaniels goes, you're fucking dead. Dangerous, Everett. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> fucking dangerous. That's so fucking funny. It was Damn, fucking yeah. crazy. So they uh, they installed a um, a play against the the Giants for me to throw. Like it was it was kind of like a bubble screen. Moved the formation, put the tackles on the numbers. A little screen to me. As soon as the tackles went to the numbers, they went cover two, and the deep shot was over with. Tyreek was supposed to slide through the middle of the field. He took what I thought was both safeties, and I was like. <sighs> But there's Demarcus backside, and I just know I peeked over there, yeah. and he had about five yards of separation on the corner because it's fucking cover two. Yeah. Didn't even think to look at the safety in the middle of the field. I didn't even look at the and safety. I fucking hucked it, but the whole time. You threw a pick? Yes. His did not end. I just uh, threw a punt. I threw a punt. He was dangerous and he was not Maverick. He was good. I was not Maverick. Man, there's two sides of the stories every time, baby. God, that's electric, man. You got to make some plays to make those kind of plays, though. Like, you got to have some merit and you got to have some equity. We were on a two game losing streak that probably, and it was the fourth quarter, probably wasn't the best time to do that. Shit. Sorry, Coach Reed. So you get drafted. What are your first impressions of? Tom Brady. Dude's handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tall and handsome. I literally walked in through the locker room. I had my big ass like 20 inch binder of plays because we used to have playbooks. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I walked in, almost dropped it. I'm like, damn, he's tall. He's handsome. <laughs> Well, you got Giselle. Like, hey, I'm Julian. He goes, hi, Jules. I know you're Tom. I'm Tom. Like, I was like, yeah. I was like, damn. And then I remember the first day of practice, I saw this dude throw a ball. I was like, yeah, he's good. Buttery. Just, Just dropped it right over the corner, a deep one to Moss. Yeah. And when you got to see that connection as like oh a, a young player, I can yeah. only imagine. it was fucking crazy. And then you'd see little Welker and he'd zip it. Like they were on a sink. Like, I don't think a ball hit the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys see that probably Dude, now. My first couple of years, I came in with Alex Smith. 
and Alex was very, his progressions were true. He had the ability to, to do a lot with his legs. Sneaky. I called him Scooter, man. Yeah. Scooter? I'd never call it to his face because he was <laughs> he was older you're, and I was a yeah, rookie and everything. Rookie, yeah. But he could scoot. He could get out there and run around. He did it at Utah all the yeah. time. Yep. He was very precise on like the, the reads and everything. And that's where I started to understand like getting on the same page as the quarterback yeah. even more and more. And understanding defense will help like me be on the same page with him. Now with Pat, the understanding of the structure and then the ability to just freelance and just obviously it's a it's a structured freelance you know when and when not to because of what everybody else is doing out there on the field i feel like what you were saying earlier about tom being able to tell you hey jules why don't you just hit hit an out route or whatever it is when you first got to the league was it like that and by the time you guys were leaving New England, where was it at? It took me years to gain his trust. That was like the thing with Brady. Mm -hmm. When you're a fucking technician that's been doing it at a high level for such a long time, like he already had like 11 years in the league when I got there. Right. <laughs> he yeah. had three Super Bowls. Yep. You know what I mean? When you're a guy like that, you don't want to waste time. Every rep is something to those guys. Mm -hmm. So they want things done a certain way right away, the way it needs to be done. And if you don't, they fucking just... I'm done with that. Give me someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. You have a built-in pressure that you're like, oh, shit, I can't fuck this up, you know, as yeah. a young player. And so it took me years. To get comfortable, huh? To get comfortable. It took me reps with him, which I didn't get a lot with the team. I moved out here because of him. Because he used to live out here. He used to train. We had the same agents. And I always heard about him having Wes and Randy out here. I went up to the residence inn in Manhattan Beach, right off the one, and fucking lived there for three months. He called me one time. I told my agent, yo, let him know I'm in fucking town. Mm -hmm. I want to throw. And like, I was a nobody at that time. So he wasn't going to, you know, like he had his thing and it's probably political. He can't have, I don't know, but yeah. he called me once and fucking, I went out there, dropped everything, came out the next year, you know, called me a few more times by year three. You know, we were throwing three or four times a week and that's where I got to learn what he liked mm. and he learned my body mechanics. So he could tell when I was dropping my weight or how I was going to make a cut through reps and repetition. He could see my body language he started to learn my body language and once you get those reps in it's then you throw in a defense and you start getting more reps against defense then I become his eyes and he trusts me so much that if I turn out this way and I go like this he knows there's not a defender out there even if he doesn't see it yeah if he throws me in a certain area you know I know that's where the trust, trust that, yeah. is built yeah. yeah so you know you it's kind of like being reps, eyes man you don't get that without reps all you young guys out there are like I'm I'm huge on finding a way to get out on the practice field no matter how my body feels i need i need to feel the the defense i need to feel the the timing with the quarterbacks and i don't it doesn't matter if it's a route that i've ran a million times i know it's gonna keep me in sync with it all and it's gonna just keep building in terms of like the understanding and the trust and like you were saying just being comfortable out there everyone needs to listen to that i mean i swear if i didn't play in new england i'd still be playing because we practice so goddamn hard yeah that's honestly why i retired i couldn't practice yeah, I was getting three three reps of practice, and then I'd go get in the pool because my knee, you know, like I was fucked up. Mm -hmm. And you build your confidence through practice. Mm -hmm. Yes, practice repetition becomes game reality. Yeah, the more you do it in practice, and that's crazy awesome to hear that you love to practice because it's becoming a dying breed. And that's why football is getting sloppy. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says, football is getting sloppy right now. You know, and that's why teams like your team they have a fucking a light head start. They're so far ahead, of everyone. You're, both your teams yeah. they have such big 
head starts on teams because they don't practice and you guys have great leadership clearly mm-hmm. where guys want to fucking practice and if you're practicing and he's practicing no one else can't not practice yeah, no, you know what i mean and yeah. that's how you get good and like with the lack of practice that you have in the off seasons with the rules and stuff yeah. football has gotten sloppy yeah dude i mean Somewhat. We, we don't practice that much. <laughs> Dude, Jay's, I know, I was waiting for it. I'm like, I God damn it. it. I fucking am on this, and I agree with everything he's saying. But <laughs> veteran Wednesdays. I, I talked to Ray Lewis about that. Yeah. On, like, Thursday practices, he would go out there and, like, flip-flops. They'd be full padded. I could be botching this, but he just would go out there, and he would just sit in the where the linebacker position was. He wouldn't move, but he wanted to feel it. So, I mean, hell. He wanted to feel That's it. Fucking mental. Rep. That's head. a real mental rep right there. Yeah, man. That's when you know you got you, you're the man. Yeah. You, you get to go Everybody else is out Everyone's there really practicing. You're out there. there. <laughs> Just feeling Jason, it. you gotta do it. What's Ray Lewis doing? I don't know, man. His CT's catching up with the bat. <laughs> <laughs> he wore flip-flops out to practice. Nobody hit him. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody fucking. I worked with Ray. Yo, I worked with Ray on this Inside NFL. I wish I got to play with him, bro. Every Dude, he time he talks like, before uh, anything, it's like a gladiator fucking speech. Just a pregame and, speech at all times. Ray, I know you get half your material from the gladiator. I, I started listening to what you're saying. <laughs> half of the lines are from gladiator. Half of the lines are from gladiator. Those eyes get big and you just know some knowledge is about to get blessed upon you, man. He can say nothing and I want to run through a wall. I know, but like, what are you saying? Yeah. The, like his voice inflections and shit. Oh, I'm like, damn, I want to go. <laughs> We're fucking about to go shoot a show. Nah, but fired up to do the show now. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, man. But that's why I retired. I couldn't practice. Yeah. I mean, I've never heard the body mechanics stuff. Like Tom would just know by the way you were moving, where you were about to break or, or when you were going to break. And that's why that timing gets developed. Without yeah. a doubt. They were doing it all year long, man. Not just Not just in season, man. Like he's saying, they were doing this shit in the off season, getting those reps in. It's not uh, just happens that these guys were great. You know what I mean? Like these guys were getting after this shit. Yeah. I've told this story before, but I don't know if you guys heard it. I remember it was 2014, right before the season. We just lost an AFC championship to Denver. We started training in like February and he had the location of the Super Bowl on his whiteboard in his gym. And I didn't, I was like, I was like fucking naive. I didn't like, what is this? He's like, we're going to be playing the last game of the year, bro. (laughs) I go, I'm going to help you catch Montana. You know, because this is when he only had three. Yeah. He looked at me dead in the face. He goes, I ain't catching Montana. I'm going for Jordan. And the motherfucker did it. He did it. That's crazy. Surpassed him. You guys can do some shit like that. You never know. (laughs) Patricio Macopa is... Pretty good. He's pretty He's fun good. to play with, man. My favorite thing about Pat is the off the cuff, like once the initial play is done. Yeah. The play with it the It is play. get jiggy time, man. If that ball isn't out, seven step, boom. Like seven step, bounce, bounce. I'm doing something right now to do because I just know his like improvisation or however you fucking say it. His ability you know to what, improv. He's, he's going to move on. Oh my gosh. It is. And if you know the concepts and you know the coverage, you know where motherfuckers aren't. Yeah. And it's just like, time, to, time to get jiggy. Time to get jiggy. Dude, I remember hanging out with Pat once. It was before he was a starter. We were at a Super Bowl. He was still Alex's backup. Mm-hmm. He was a rookie. He was like a kid. 
like a little kid drinking a bunch of beers and shit. Oh, he's still. He's still, like he's still the same way every time oh, I've seen we, him. I haven't seen him since. He, he does Other than after games, but. he does have that like that high energy love for life, and then just Youthful absolutely enthusiasm. pounds Coors Lights. Looks like a great fucking leader. Oh, every single day, and he'll he'll get on guys. Yeah. He'll get on guys if you're not running as a receiver. He'll get on you. He no. he needs those reps, and he feels how valuable those reps are, both in games and in practice. And I mean, there's a reason why he's fucking great. I'll tell you what, man. The guy is as athletic as he is, and as good he is, as he is at like the improv and everything. He is about as nerdy as it gets. Yeah, I'm what? talking about. I pulled up on him. We went to like a significant others like volleyball game. So I go up there. I'm actually watching the game. I'm like, where the fuck is Pat? Like, I, he said he was going to be up here. It's like a Tuesday during the season. He's in the car watching film and like looking up at uh, at the volleyball match like every like two seconds just to see it I looked at the fucking notebook and it looked like chicken scratch I couldn't fucking I can't read anyways but I couldn't read a single word couldn't print it out and he had an entire binder full and you could tell he was going through that shit yeah. and I was just like man this guy's studious as fuck you know what? I've never been able to take notes and looked at my notes and read my notes and been like that makes sense and you could tell he, he does it week in week out and he's just very He's doing studious. it in a volleyball game. He's freaking doing it all the time. Dude, everywhere. Or just hate. And the thing is, his mind, works fast enough, <laughs> his mind works fast enough that he'll actually be able to, like, look up at, in between plays and still be able to, like, it's crazy. You need I, a little nerd in your quarterback. You need for sure. Yeah. Has I, to have a little nerd. That's why, that's why I, hate I didn't make notes. it. That's why I didn't make it. Did you, did you, my arm you big note taker? Uh, yeah, I took notes. Dude, I don't know why. I, I I miss stuff when I write down notes. I like seeing it and watching it. And if I sit down to write something, I, I like miss stuff. I have all my notes from all the years. I re, I used to write down oh, everything. Golden. Can I've been going one? through it and like it's. Can pretty, I read them? I don't Can know. I, just... I, might, I might get killed. Sniper. You got too much inside information. Your fucking bill or something. I might. They got. They got some shit out there. They might get me. We have. We've been trying to log. I have a couple games you played defense. Do you have the notebook for those? Write down what Bill was telling you guys in in meetings. The thing is, they're the game plan team. Yeah, it's going to change every week. Of course, every week. Personnel groups. Your impersonation of him is classic. Look, you asshole. I'm saying asshole. Look, assholes. Look, you fucking asshole. And he always say, like, we're not on this program. Like, he always says, like. Yeah. Like, we're not on this fucking program. All right? I don't care where you're from, what school you went to, this, that. Just shut the fuck up. Like, God damn. But, like, in a funny way. Yeah. There's something about coaches. That would be, like, to a like younger that, player. Or, sure. Yeah. Like, you know, this isn't, like, fucking Alabama where you played Louisiana Lafayette Tech of institution for like your third week game okay this is the national football league like he always gets on all the like the big school guys for yeah. like you have like three games that are just throwaway games yeah it's like brings it back down every week he's probably changed though you think so maybe he has to you got to keep evolving man you yeah that's it. a good point you do have to keep moving forward we got to ask but you don't have to answer. Like you could just tell us to fuck off if yeah. you want. And uh, we got to ask, but you don't have to answer. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Accelerator. You had one. You 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 digging this? What you think, pop, dude? You digging it? Yeah, it tastes like a rocket pop. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> does, it get you, does it get you fired up right now, or what? Plant based. I'm not too jittery. 
I just threw a dip in, so maybe that helps. <laughs> but uh, it's a good spitter, wide mouth. Goes good there with dips. Go. Zero sugar. No sugar. Pretty Get good. your plant-based thermogenics with Accelerator Active Energy Drink. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Um, I don't have to answer, though? No, you do not. You can you pass. Don't have to. You can pass. I mean, you don't have to answer anything, really. I mean, free country. Did you actually take Jerry Rice's daughter to prom and try on a Super Bowl ring? Was that real? She took me to her prom. Ooh. Ooh. And yes, I, I did to wear those Super Bowl rings. That's awesome. Sorry, Jer. <laughs> I used to go into his office all the time. He was never home. So I'd be over there playing with balls. <laughs> I saw jerseys. So I, it was crazy. Jerry Rice, bro. I was a Barry kid. He was a fucking legend. Yeah, man. I mean, the record setter himself. It was, it was so crazy, and they had such a cool house. Man, <laughs> I remember You're the first in a flashback time, right now. First time I met him, dude came out yoked up, six packed up with his chain on. He had his like his fucking dreads that are starting back here. He was old Jerry by then. <laughs> Oakland Jerry? Oakland Jerry. He intimidated the fuck out of me. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't well, having it. Which I understand. I have a daughter. I have a daughter. I'm a father of one. Patriots making the playoffs this year. We were talking beforehand. You, you think the Jets are the real deal this year? I don't know. I mean, we've seen this happen a few times or some, you know, like I know I mean, just Brady went year, over. Denver. To, Russell Wilson goes to Denver. They're stacked. They're exactly. They're taking the AFC West. Exactly. I mean, it, it started with Brady going to Tampa, winning a bowl first year. Then Stafford went over to L.A., won a Super Bowl. And then we had, you know, Russ go over and didn't cook very well in Denver, the altitude yeah. or something. So, I don't know. Like, it, it, there's a lot of hype on this team. Yeah. It's not like they're fully loaded on offense. They have some playmakers. They got Brees Hall, who's coming off the ACL. They got a good the, the Garrett Wilson kid, who's Wilson. really good. Love watching mm -hmm. him play. But, like, they haven't had a lot of reps together. Right. He's playing in a tough division. You got a pissed off Allen. You got a pissed off Bills. Mm -hmm. Like, th those guys are humiliated right now. Right. Miami's about it didn't as, end well like, for Miami, as anybody in the I, really I, can see, I can see Miami taking a step back. You think so? I, I can see it. Dude, I, I thought because if because they they were they would they start seven zero last year. If, if Tua was, didn't get hurt, they might have won the AFC last year. No, I mean they would have been in contention, dude. They were killing it early on. But was that a fluke? I don't kinda... know if it's a fluke, but you know December and November football is different. It's different. That's a good point. It's different. I see them taking a step back because they have so much hype around them. Gotcha. There's like always that one team where they're supposed to be good and something ha like what what is it? Forty percent of the teams that made the playoffs last year aren't going to make the playoffs this there year. Were, there yeah. was a run in Jacksonville where they. They were supposed to be the – I mean, their defense was always that. But I feel like when – We played them in the Super Bowl, we beat them in the AFC Championship. Dude, they were really good. Yeah, they were good, yeah, saying. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. So, I guess I was wrong. Yeah. That I, was one of the only years they were really good, though. That, they were really good. Yeah, they were good that year. We, we went on a flute. They always had a bunch of studs on defense. <laughs> Is 28-3 and three the greatest football game of all time? I wouldn't say it's the greatest football game of all time. I'd say it's probably the greatest comeback. In the Super Bowl? I mean – that may, I mean, that alone. The Super it's Bowl insane. that you guys played against us. Was that was that? a great game. Dude. I mean, an unbelievable game. <laughs> there was like 500 yards. Offensive. On well, I guess not if you're a fan of defense, but the offenses were well, cooking. Yeah, man. Gosh, I remember being absolutely shit faced in Minnesota for that game. <laughs> I was too. I, by the end of it, I was like, <laughs> I was hurt. <laughs> I was hurt. I had Amendola chance going where I was at. Like it was, it was fucking nuts. <laughs> Holy cow. 
Golly, I remember at the end it was like, did they win? How they cold won? was it? Oh, it was Dude, freezing. Dude, to that game because there was no easy way to park and get to that stadium. It was like you had to walk through all of the fucking the streets and everything just to oh, get you to it. Do the skywalks? They got all those skywalks and. Yeah. <laughs> when you're hammered, you don't, you don't know that. <laughs> Which Super Bowl would you want to run back? The loss to the Giants or the loss to the Eagles? I didn't play in the Eagles, the Giants. Giants. That makes sense. It hurt to lose the, but like, I. When you're out there, it's different. Yeah. It, it, it feels more. It feels more. I got you. I didn't even play that game either. I was starting DB in the AFC Championship and they fucking hosed me. They wouldn't let me play because they were all talking shit that they were going to come after me and stuff. <laughs> Okay, they didn't even get any reps. They didn't even return a punt or anything. They didn't because we had all plus fifty punts, and that's when uh, what's his name, the the yoked up punter, Janikowski. Yeah, that one. Yes, he the, he was that was the he old Russian guy. guy. He was he a beard up punter. Yeah. That dude had a big old. No, he was a kicker. Yeah, I know he had the he had, he had the beard lefty, right? Yeah, yeah, lefty for the Raiders. He was yeah. drafted in what like the third round or something, mm -hmm. or first round. He was a first round draft pick. I think you're right. I do believe that's correct. I want to kick it like. Some 70 weather. yards. Of, I mean, he was unbelievable. Like He, he played for like 18 years. Mm -hmm. Nah, but uh, probably the Giants. Giants. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Well, you're talking about DB. Um, who's a better DB, you or Gronk? I'm going with me. <laughs> I'm dude. At least an open field tackle. Dude. We also no, I'm, my, dude, I'm, I'm that. I've been that for, for us. And that's arguably the scariest moment that you could ever be in. At least for me. Because I... Even even when I was like on teams, my like first couple of years, I could not tackle to save my fucking life. I lettered in 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 high school, snapping to Jason on punt and being the first one down there one on one with a returner, zero tackles. And when I tell you we didn't score much, <laughs> we were punting the fuck out of the ball. <laughs> and I had zero, not even a half, zero. That's the scariest moment <laughs> ever being. It was so bad for him because you guys were. It was on the thirty. It wasn't even like he was supposed to like deflect the pass. No, I don't. Hail know. Mary's coming, guys. Get back. To <laughs> I, I, I don't under, we won't get into that yeah. but I'll tell you Gronk I feel for you dog you gotta scallop you gotta keep your feet going scallop <laughs> he, got, he got stuck he got stuck in sand pick a side use a side make yeah. him one sided scallop yeah. keep your feet moving don't keep him in the ground or he's going we used to practice open field tackle every week in New in New England till the Super Bowl oh going sideways <laughs> every week yeah. you guys would be in there we doing open field runs and tackles Tackles and shit. But yeah, you got to keep the feet going. You heard it here, folks. We just talked about the 28-3 game. In that game, you had one of the most unbelievable catches in Super Bowl history. Yeah. Where does that rank in like the greatest catches in Super Bowl history? Fuck your shit, I don't know. I, Dude, I mean, the Tyree helmet catch was pretty fucking cool. Julio had a really good catch right before it. Ooh, the one Remember on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, the sideline. Yes. You know, mine, that was a reactional type. Santonio Holmes in the corner of the end zone Ooh, with Brad, with against ben Arizona. Yeah. That. that was a game on the line. It was a reactional type play. I don't know. I'll let that for other people to decide. I think you're being modest, but yeah, that was. I'm, I'm putting it up there, dude. That fucking was un incredible. Dude, electric. He was lucky. <laughs> the, Honestly, rather be lucky I get what you're saying. Did. I get what you're saying, but I don't think anybody else is getting lucky in that situation. To be lucky, you gotta put yourself in a position to be lucky. You gotta have the mindset to be lucky. How many other people are diving over three guys to get that ball? You know, middle read and the DB on inside leverage 
turned his eye to the quarterback, you're like, oh, fuck, we lost the game. Yeah. So I was just trying to go back there to break <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I mean? And yeah. Uh, one thing led to another, and, you know, you just keep your eye on the ball, and good things happen sometimes. Yeah. Big time uh, moment, baby. I had to drop that game, too. We don't, have, crazy to, we don't you, have to bring that stuff. That's crazy how you think about, about, you think yeah, about that more. I think about the third down drop than I did that. Yeah. That was a rah-rah guy come out of fucking halftime. We're going to be able to story, guys. Uh. Drop. Drop. <laughs> yeah, man. Fine. Fuck. That's the worst. We were down 21 to three. It went to 28. Damn it. And the third <laughs> down? Routed them on a little cross. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try to just take off? I tried to run before I had it. You know, so you know, know. sometimes you get too excited. You just, you, yeah. No, Ray I Lewis did. You just like. <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad about Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Work with Ray. Which fan base do you think hated the Patriots the most? Jets, Falcons, or Colts? Did you feel it? Did you feel the hate? From Falcons? No. Falcons automatically out. I tell you right there, so it's a team that's not on there, the Buffalo Bills. The mafia. Bills fucking hated us. I've never been flipped off by uh, the widest range of age from people from three years old to 90 years old <laughs> after going into Old Orchard and fucking beating the Bills. And it would be like, it was like a, a ritual thing. Every time you would go in there and win, there'd be people with like confetti flipping you off, throwing it up in the air. <laughs> there'd be like a, a little kid You're getting like creative under with it. it. Yeah, there'd be guys jumping on tables, flipping hey, us hey, off. Hey, Jules. Hey, Jules. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want my what? Fuck you. Psych. I'm not giving you no Rudy's blue cheese then, buddy. Buffalo stuff. Man, nah, those it was fun. They really hated us though. I love a good hostile environment, man. That's why I Your love guys, it. I tell you right now, when we played you guys in 18, that was crazy. That was a banger, man. That was a that crazy. Was a that was my favorite win. That wasn't a Super Bowl because we never won on the road in the playoffs with you know, with before then. Mm-hmm. Everything was you know, at home. Everything was at home. And when you go on the road and win a game yeah. in the playoffs, plane ride back. Arrowhead was on another level that game. Dude. Man. I was in it. It was rocking. We got our ass beat there. Remember the Monday night game? You were there too. That was, my, that was my first Monday night game. Yeah. We got our ass beat there. They were rocking. For an in outdoor stadium, that Seattle. Yeah. Those two right there are like fucking re- way loud. And then like we went, we played New Orleans one year in 2009 when they dome. fucking. a whole different world in a dome, man. And the New Orleans people are nuts. They, they had are. like the umbrellas and shit. Everybody, Everybody <laughs> comes to the game with the trombone and trumpet. Yes. It was fucking fun though. I won't blame them. Cajuns just hopped in off of Bourbon Street. Yeah. Liquored up. I couldn't understand a thing they were saying. <laughs> Give it to us, Jules. Are you a Hall of Famer? Ah, I don't know. Yes, you do. What gives you pause? Your fucking regular season Super numbers, MVP. Yeah, but look at the postseason numbers. Postseason when it I matters. Don't know. I mean, you look, I, it's it's tough. You know, it's tough. It's it's honestly like one of the best ball players that ever ever graced the fucking shield. Yeah, but it's it's uh, what can't he do? Did you ever kick a field goal in no. practice? Nothing. No, Welker did though. Yeah, he did. He did. He was a soccer player. Was he? Yeah, he was good. Figures why he didn't help you, a soccer guy, not a football guy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, I'll answer it for you. You're fucking in. I did want to ask this. We we didn't get to it, but I got to ask you. You didn't make any Pro Bowls? I made one. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. How many times were you an alternate, but you couldn't go because you're in the big dance? Twice. I have one jersey. People, I have one. You do? I have a jersey, and I got the check. There you go. Yeah. That counts. Good I'll take that it. Bought okay. <laughs> a few bears at that thing. Hey, put that thing in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you 
say invested in some stocks. It's not what you make. It's what you say, boy. Right. There we go. This might be our favorite Dude, episode we've ever done. You you're fucking, a beast. You are you fucking awesome. awesome. I've been a fan. I've been watching all your guys cut up on social. I, I haven't listened to a whole one, but I, I watch you guys all the time. It's awesome. All the good stuff is on social. So. <laughs> you don't want to say that, though. You're yeah, definitely watch the whole episode. Bleep that out. So all the best stuff is on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. <laughs> show with one S. Comment, like, subscribe. Games with names also. Ooh, <laughs> games with names. Season Don't two. forget it. Season two. Got to tie that the thing Kelsey in. Kelsey Bowl there. coming yeah. on. No, let's Kelsey hey. Bowl. Let's would, go. Would love to get that thing turned, brother. Love for you guys. I mean, talk about thinking about scheduling? mistakes in the game. You got it. Yep, it's in. It's in. So that's a pen. That's pen in inked. Listen and subscribe wherever it's your podcast. Obviously, we'll be dropping new episodes on YouTube each and every week. So make sure you're subscribed to the New Heights Show. Once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports Entertainment, brought to you by our friends at BW3's Buffalo Wild Wings. We love mm, you. Delicious. And your delicious sauces. Uh, follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S for fun clips throughout the week. We're going to have a plethora of fun clips for this one, baby. Um, thanks to our production and crew always looking out for us. And uh, to the 92 percenters for tuning in, baby. Until next time, peace! What's your favorite BW3 flavor? Dude, it's a great question. Gosh, I'm, I always go... Lemon Parmesan. garlic? Yeah, lemon, lemon pepper. I like barbecue sauce. Yeah. Which one, honey so I like, or sweet? I like I honey like, barbecue. I like the honey one. I always, So this is my order when I go to any wing spot, especially BW3s. Yeah. I have to have an order of medium buffalo. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Eat like two of those. Need a ranch and a blue cheese. Side to the ranch more than the blue cheese, but I want to taste the blue cheese to see if it's good. Yeah. <laughs> then I got to go barbecue. Dialed. This man knows his freaking This works. guy's dialed. Got to. You got to. Then you got to go barbecue sauce. Sauce, right, mm-hmm. I like I like the sweet. I'm a sweet barbecue sauce guy, so I like the honey barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then I have a, a like an auxiliary or a, like a like a w- w- a like one off like a what do we used to call it like a mixer back in the day? Like if if a team had like one play of Blitz Zero, you had their one mixer. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. one mixer is the the what is it? The lemon garlic, Parmesan garlic, Parmesan garlic. Yeah, the one mixer. So I was. I mean, that's pretty much that's my, my order to a team. That's my order to a team. I, I will go lemon pepper as a switch. I switch up the mixer, but I do always get some of the honey barbecue. Got it. Always get a medium or a buffalo. Yeah. Depending on where you're at, buffalo wild wings. Um, And then uh, I'm always blue cheese, though. Yeah. Exclusively. I always always sneak a barbecue bacon burger in there with fries just to separate the wings. BW3s are Yeah. All right. Yeah, I love you BW3s, but I'm a burger connoisseur. I'm not even going to go down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First off, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> you're open to trying new burgers. <laughs> Try one of the BW3s. Barbecue bacon burger slaps. There we go.